Hi guys, what's up? Uh, you're listening to the podcast. With Gava Moo. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Welcome. To the episode. Yeah, welcome. You know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> Introducing. <Yo>. Yeah. <laughs> Introducing the episode. Uh, this is Gav and Moo. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. And... Uh, it, it's been a cool week, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's been a fun week. Yeah, this is weird. There's a lot of bad news going on. Yeah. First of all, um, what's happening at this? My the first thing coming to my mind is Kanye West, man. God, we're thinking about two different things. First of all, my mind is the Ferrari. But yeah, let's start with Kanye West. <laughs> you know, I'll save Kanye West for later, but... Like, Gabriel wants to finish him. Gabriel no, wants to no, drag I, I, him. No, I'm trying to... I'm just trying to be open, you know. I'm trying to understand what's going on with Kairos. See, Kairos is going through a lot. Since that time when um, he was, he came to the public knowledge that he had, it was bipolar. Oh, bipolar disorder. Yeah, I've just always kind of just, you know when you just think somebody like an egg, I just, yeah, you just kind of understand that. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to be open okay. about it. Yeah, more. like... I mean, that for me was kind of like a Muslim, it was a bit disgusting. Like, because everybody was not retweeting it, so it was just like going through and you just see somebody peeing. It was so weird, so I was like, please, you push stop retweeting this thing. You know, people I have so I'm just having like, with... they finally they took him off Twitter. I think, oh, they did? like, I don't know if Twitter blocked him, but like, oh, is his personal and um, his personal, you know, how they have personal days that do their social media oh. for them. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's, it sent somebody to come tweet for like to tweet for him that like the Twitter gods have taken him off Twitter. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, I saw like, somebody else tweeted for him and everything. She oh, said about it. She said it was, say it was okay. You know, if, if I said that with the fact that it was saying that um, Kanye, I'm sorry, Drake, Kendrick and J. Cole should hit him up and know that you're like, why he was coming between them. I think he has that, anything. That should, like, like, every other day, he's always calling Drake's name. But I don't know if black people are can be racist and no but these are the people that is calling to oh like racist to why yeah you might trouble they don't like bodies i know it's very contradictory i don't understand what's can going you, on. See, that's i have a saying. problem with can people just, around just a mental thing personally so i just kind of just be like yeah like i don't know babies one of those things that happen seeing as like i don't have any personal experience on the matter i don't know anybody that is like bipolar or anything like that so i can't think so much about his situation i know I have a Just problem get worried. with people around Kanye, like his friends, his fa- I, I don't understand why nobody's doing anything. I, I, I think the, the, thing about, the thing about Kanye stopping. is this, like, I think studying him, because I, I used to watch their show when I was younger and everything. So studying him, just seeing him, like, on social media, seeing him, like, I think a person that is, can be a bit aggressive, like, he's kind of person that he knows because he's a brilliant person, he has a brilliant mind yeah, and everything. Yeah, so that kind of person that's always, that always been good. You know what? Being the person that everybody loves, like you are being praised and everything, you kind of go some kind of ego where you can't listen to anybody else's opinion on you. And like, you're not asking the one to be dragged. Is a, a grown person, the grown man, and yeah. also like imagine when they imagine what happened when they're trying to force him to the doctor that started tweeting evil about them. Like imagine that kind of thing when I'm like, God, I'm helping you, and like person's tweeting so much evil, talking so much evil about you. Like imagine how you feel as a human being. So it's just that kind of person. So I don't know, there's nothing, and he's not a child anymore. So there's nothing you can do. But about people it. with disorders, you know, like yeah. they 
it, it doesn't really matter if they're children or they're old. You know, it, it just happens. It just so happens that if you kind of have a disorder, not to blame his behavior or disorder, but like people with disorders can't really um, control their actions. That's why they yes. have disorders. That's why it's called. That's disorder. why I don't think I'm putting like I think understand the understanding. You can't really. I think he should be hold, kept hold away them. from social media for a while. Yeah, he should. But I feel like it's something that maybe they'll be like, oh, like, she probably shouldn't go on social media and be like, oh, you can't tell me what to do and everything. Like, you can't tell me how to live my life. Because I'm pretty sure that they would have told him when he was when he first started running for presidential uh, election. I, mean, I was like, trying to run for it. yes, yeah. I was like, it's Kanye mad. Like, first of all, see how Lisa trying to do it. Second of all, um, like, just everything, Sha. I was like, is this guy mad? Then all the he was throwing the crying the speech he was giving all the stories he was telling with the lies and the fruits and everything yeah it's just a mess i hope he figured it out yeah i hope so i hope he actually i actually hope that it gets better Mm-hmm. That guy is so brilliant for this kind of situation. <laughs> Love him so much. He's a good creative. You can't you can't take it. Can't take that from him. It's pretty good. Brilliant. Oh, well, anyway, back to the present. You know, back to what's happening yeah. right now. Okay. We have a guest. Yep. We have a guest from the US. Uh, yep. His name is Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hi, guys. Hi. What's up? Hi. Hello, Chris. Hi, Mo. You sound amazing, by the way. Thank um, you. <laughs> How are you? How have you been? How's the week been? Oh, I had a terrible week. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> Gang. Um, let's see. Um, I had some like academic arrangements that fell through and formed a hole in my life that I'm feeling with alcohol. Oh, fair enough. You know, speaking of alcohol. <laughs> Camera saying that fair enough. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, we should take it short. Do you have your drink? Of course I do. AG gang. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Shame on you guys. Why? On who guys? Why? It's a podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Not not on I'm saying like on you that you're solving your problems. That's the best way to go. I'm not it. solving my problems. I'm just it's not about solving. Yeah, Math just... is for later. Now it's just for the vibes. Okay, yeah. nice. Well done. Thank you, thank you. I do my best. Yeah. Okay, so aside that. Oh, let's see. Thing. Let's see. Uh, I was supposed to apply for school Chess to... Cream. Thank you. Um, I was supposed to apply for school to start in January, but I have to wait till September now. Oh, Okay. September next year, 2020, yes. 2021. Yes. Yeah, yes. September 2021. Damn. So how, how so? How come? Um, a couple of things wouldn't have um panned out in the time space. Oh. Um, giving all all the things in front of me, I decided to you know just leap of faith and say by September 2021, I'd not need to um push some people to be. In any position to be to, to say oh school because my parents were supposed to like front the first semester mm-hmm. but a couple of things went through and now um they have some specifications that i cannot follow with no. okay. fair enough fair enough Invite anyway <laughs> yeah moving on <laughs> anyway yeah. speaking on kanye being a fellow Gemini with a similar disorder, huh? you know. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> the thing with the thing with um, Kanye is, I'll tell you this much. Mm-hmm. Um, in and out of therapy, they'll tell you um, this white, especially with white therapists, they are so encouraging and so like. There's <sighs> a word. English has been hard since I started since I started drinking again. Um, oh. Patronizing, yes, and right at the right at the point where you say fuck all of them mm-hmm. doing okay and then you have your first breakdown the question is where do you have your first breakdown the first breakdown that would have been pivotal for kanye is that one he had in november 2017 2016 yeah, um, maybe yeah where he called jay-z out he called beyonce out for yeah, the you know like didn't know that happened. That was. Ah, just, no, I, was I kept wondering really why they broke out. Like they broke out. They had like, yeah. Come, go on, Chris. So that happening at that point in his life, where, um, yeah. I mean, the person that he was most associated with, he finally comes out. Like, it's something about the personality where personality where you have to. Um, portray a friendship and alliance that's how the music business works yeah and then you have to also like um niggas is calling me you also have to be in like um a position where you know the truth to yourself and then one day you're on stage people are asking questions you're performing while while answering all the demons in your head and then it just broke out and I I watched it and then the things that followed just sort of made it hard, you know? Yeah. I think that his new religious path is um, questionably um, one of those self-therapy methods. However, it's the way, you know how Kanye always has to handle things in a specific way, go mm-hmm. through a specific light. But one thing that he's learned and that he's weaponizing in in the last few months is that no matter how far Kanye goes, he can't be blackballed. At least not so far. Yeah. Kanye called out Jay-Z and Beyonce and still he made a gospel record. He made four albums. Gospel album, so <laughs> he made four albums in one month. He in and in all that time. He in one he w- month. Yeah, he produced, four, he, produced, he produced four albums. Uh, Pusha T himself, Kid C Ghost, Tayana Taylor, five, Nas. God damn. Oh, yeah. Okay, he produced Nas, Nas's album. And I, I didn't know all this, man. I honestly I didn't. And in that time, this was when um, Jay-Z and Beyonce were riding off the Lemonade from 444 wave. And you know, Jay Z did the little disrespectful thing with the yeah, the little disrespectful thing with the who he calls out and you know how he's responsible for Kanye, whatever the fuck. Then, oh wait, hold on, I'm allowed to cuss on this, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. And then, um, in the time that will pass, Kanye does some shady shit that gets you know Drake's kid exposed, and. Oh, you know, yeah, I remember that period. Yeah. So everything sort of bounces back off of him. Like the mania gets him to do some, you know, things that he should have regrets over, and yeah. 
but then he's a he's a grown man he can't come and say i am doing this right now because i am sick no yeah. one no one in the world wants to hear that yeah so he has to take responsibility and Kanye's version of taking responsibility is apologizing calling out for people to be brothers again to bury the hatchet he says you live right across the street from me come see me we can we can talk pick up the phone when i call because that's the kind of person he's trying to be that's what mm-hmm. this was the angle he was trying to take um after um right before that album good Kanye album what was it called the life of Pablo where he's like he called Taylor he you know he's trying to be trying to live right and live leave that legacy it's the same thing with this pissing in the grammy it has to be if i cannot if i cannot be tamed i might as well do something with my position that helps everyone around me but so i don't think it was a bit extreme to pay to piss in the grammy yeah i don't think so i don't think yeah. so yeah. think about so, uh, i mean i mean i mean yes if someone else did it i'd be like yeah you're overdoing it but it's kanye it's uh, kanye yeah that's i i, I think i understand that aspect of things like why is it quote unquote kanye, kanye yeah i mean why isn't he regarded as just a guy like the rest of us i mean he's he's a smart guy yes but he isn't the yeah, only he, smart guy i'm 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 not no see i'm not saying that i'm not saying that what he mm-hmm. did is but the question is that if the grammys have been so you know Kanye in his own mind is this is an attempt at being some sort of activist for the black artist so he's saying if the black artists are not getting their masters because think about it people can't go on tours anymore we're stuck at home mm-hmm. but some white boy is in his house in silicon valley making millions off of the streams or radio plays on someone else's music mm-hmm. some white boy is saying this man cannot be um put in this category no we save this category for white people this category for white people we can put you on urban contemporary which is code for black i'm not sure where to group it music mm-hmm. so when you say when if it's weak terrible symbolism why not i can always say that but this is kanye he's still the weird overactive activist who went on tv in 2005 during a political um session and just said george bush doesn't care about black people out of nowhere it's that same kanye well yeah if you look back at it i think kanye has had a streak of you know actions that kind of line up into this it's not Big, no, it's not, so it's not a new thing. No, the thing is that the thing about the Grammys is this: it's not the first black person to say that the Grammys, like their method of, because like if everybody feels like they just do some white people that don't listen to all the music, just come and pick people, because it's not by voting. There's just like an academy where the Kanye's on the Kanye's on the academy. So, so there you have it. So now, so I'm like, it's not the first person saying it. a lot of people say that the Grammys are quote unquote like racial and everything, and they discriminate and all of that. They are. was what to use now they're partial mm-hmm. so like him just like that pissing thing for me because like now like i can't even, i don't want to see what he's saying like why are you peeing like it was so upsetting to me i'm like what's this peeing up and now my tail yeah, that's that's like, a thing that's a thing it's this it's now i didn't open the video 
Now that I didn't open it. I didn't open it too, but like you know how Twitter is like just kind of see just you just see somebody ping. I'm like you have your autoplay on. On their Grammys, and I realized I was just tired of wearing tweeting. So I was like, let's stop retweeting this, please. I mean, I understand the intent. Yeah, but the method. Yeah, that was like the method expressed. I don't like the method. I don't think no, no. See, like I said, Kanye just Kanye shoots. He yeah. will miss. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye yeah. shoots. Yeah. He will enough. miss. But he shot still. That's the thing. There were so many moments on that day because I, I I sort of missed the whole thing. I just went had a recap. There were so many moments on that day where Kanye was spot on. But the only thing people were focused on is him pissing on the Grammys. Well. <sighs> Man. Well, I, like I said, I'm I'm not here to explain another man's disorder. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That that's a story for another day. Probably figure it out soon. I hope Kanye gets better. I hope, hope I hope so things turn all right, or at least better for him. But anyway, uh, to this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a particular community in the Nigerian uh, social entertainment oh industry. Oh my God! You cannot yeah. refer to it as a community. I can't. First of all. No, you can't. You can't. Why? It's, it's a lifestyle. Uh, uh, no, no. Look, okay. Think about it before we. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, here, I'm basically oh. here to understand it because the the point of me calling you, you know, to come talk about it is because to bring as lights, you know, yeah. as you know, we've, we've we've kind of quote unquote fought a lot of times, you know. Yeah. Till, <laughs> yeah. I when think, I think was about I said, so I'm I like, think... you know, since, since now there's a podcast, right? Yeah, we might, as, we might as well bring Wednesday and Thursday Sunday services right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about it. like I'd, I'd like to know about it. Seen as well, I don't know much about it. But first and of all, I think I should say what, what I think of it, and then you cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I think like I think in Nigeria, what started the alter movement? Okay, I don't I don't let me call Are it a movement. No, like what I've heard, like oh, I've heard okay. like interviews because I like I listen to like their I love their music and everything, so I listen to them a lot too. Mm-hmm. So I think what started it for them was the fact that like in Nigeria there's quote unquote pop, like everybody wants to listen to the beat thing. So like if your if your song isn't there's not a lot of beat, there's not a lot of magbatiba, they kind of just like seclude you to that side, they kind of put you in all like all that thing. So everybody like when they now started doing that, people. When I'm like, oh, and so when they call you, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're doing all things, you're doing all therapy, but they're not like, oh, no, like, we're not trying to kind of avoid because they felt like if, if you're not, you're not doing the popular thing, so that just people kind of felt like it was put them in a box. So this set of guys now came out, and like, you know what, yes, like, I'm doing all there, and I'm kind of proud of it, and no, and I started boxes. the movement, like, we are different, and like, even if I'm in a box, I always like shine through and stuff like that. So now they now came remained in their position not that like, they didn't Power. try to change themselves or anything they didn't change like they just stayed in that lane became they are now a group of friends that, like their friends together push them because they even have like they had this called this called the collectives they had like a but a but somebody of work that is to bring out and all oh, really? so i don't know chris am i correct as i'm going or like yeah right Lost. i mean i mean you're telling the story of a couple of people i guess okay okay um, oh, yeah okay okay let, let, let's see. I like to do these um, analogies. Um, when the movements such as... Um, let me pick something simple. 
Gavra, I'm going to annoy you. Yes. So when <laughs> when when the movement of feminism came out, yeah, you know, you know how um the patriarchy men tried to discredit it. Yeah. They used the word feminist and then equated it to something, or to you know, women who couldn't achieve certain things, women who lack in certain um, qualities. Yeah. You can't have a kid. You're a whore. You're this. You're um, that. Yeah. Same thing with you know Asao and the slut word. You know, yeah. it's then you now move on and see that the word is only as powerful as the representation of it. So if you take the word, own it, and then rehash it, give it new meaning, it becomes something else. Yeah. The yeah, the, like, the the so term. Alter itself, the origins are questionable. Um, but one popular one is that Budge on the microphone himself um, coined the word in about 2009. You know when he was still making music out out of Adi's room. But that's for the music. People refer to everything that doesn't align with what is mainstream you know, as Alter, and I guess because of because of that um willingness to just use it to downplay the individuality of anything i don't respect it as a term anymore when okay when, why because because the people who claim on making alter music are literally just making afro r&b or just slower afro pop afro house maybe rap music so kind of commercializing it. So I mean, uh, when Bodge said he coined it, he said he coined it because they were trying to find the middle ground between um, music that wasn't exactly, you know, what what was Nigeria's mainstream, like you know, the Whiskeys and the Davidos and God forgive me, the Peace Squares, and what they grew, what they know how, because. It's one thing to make music. It's another thing to like the music you make. If, if I mean, we love Whiskey's music, but I'd kill myself if that was the, if that was what I was forced to make. I literally would. Okay. <laughs> okay. It Fair enough. I mean, well, <laughs> it is. See, 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 well, see, well, see. Well, okay, okay. I'm listening. Anybody mm-hmm. can make any kind of music at some level. Okay. At some level, I've been working. I've been touching production. I literally have touched everything except the kind of music I prefer to make because it's it, it's what draws you. But everything can be formulaic, and because there are formulas for the, these things, people say, "I don't want to join this land. Let's find my own lane. I want to make my own lane." But then the thing is, if everything stayed the same, if everybody followed that same box, if everybody stayed on the same line, we'd be bored already. Yeah. yeah. We have we have the biggest pop star in Nigeria is Kid, who is both Wizkid and Tentacion and um, Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert at, at the same time, and he's just twenty. Because he found the formulas that worked, and then he just pushed it his own way. Or his, at least, house is paying him pushed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, drank too much. 
Fair enough. Um, so basically, um, what people refer to as alter is anything that doesn't align with what they know. But then that limits definition because there's only so much anybody could know. Well, you know, I've, I've felt like, because there are a couple of songs that have the alter title themselves. Like, there are people that consider themselves alter artists that, you know, ride the wave of the quote-unquote alter cultures, yeah. so to speak. So, I don't know, is, is it a thing where people... I think, first of all, I think... Have what? Yeah, like, first of all, for Chris, for you now, how do you define, like... Because you were saying that, like, the ones that we know as alter, they're not necessarily alter. They can be Afro house, Afro pop, or Afro R&B, so-so. So now, like, what will you now define as... Is it alter music now, or just the alter vibe? Or do we just give it the word just give up on the word itself, alter? That's the thing. They, they shouldn't. I, I don't know if there's a definition okay. that suits anything because okay. look at the four foreigners of, of Alter. You throw you throw me a name. I'll tell you the kind of music they've made. Mm-hmm. Santi makes pop pop rap these days. He used to make he used to make anime boy rap, but he he moved on to like pop rap and you know, Odunsi. Dunsi's first album was R and B Afro pop. Now he's now he's made Afro disco and Afro Afro pop. Now he's doing Afro trap. Okay. Budge makes Budge makes makes this exact same music David makes. There there's literally no there's literally no real similarity between them. It's just. They use this to define us. Let us come together as a community and show them, say, they know if it took us down. Yeah. So it's it's sort of the rebellious type thing. Rebellion, maybe. Like what yeah. Mo was saying. Like what Mo was saying. I had this thing. I used to call the niche theory of um, creativity. Mm-hmm. It's like first you find a place where you can find people who put their heads together they don't have to do the same thing you just have to put your heads together photographers mm-hmm. fashion designers artists and, you know visualists all those people they come together and say hi the thing is in the art circles in the creative circles they all they always have to, you always have to be together because there's no experience that's streamlined it's always you can't feel it if it just if it's just the sound. It has to speak to you. It has to look a certain way. And that's what all these people come together to do. And now when you climb up, you have to meet people who also provide these needs. And your friends, the people in your niche, can connect to the people of similar interest in the higher niches. And that's how a niche grows. That's how the kids grow out in New York, the and um or like in california with the nwa kids and death row and all of a sudden you have tupac and um in new york you have jay-z biggie and diddy these are how these are how they grow out of you know the hoods they come out of where they learn that this is what i can do and this is these are all the people i know that want to do something similar and then they come together and say this is how I'm going to turn this into a business. I'm going to monetize this with my people and their interest, and make sure that we all come out. That's what the that's what the alter scene 
used to be to me. It used to be a niche, a niche thing. We took, we are a community of people who said, who they said, our type of, I'm going to say the terrible word, vibe, doesn't fit in this country. But we'll show them that we can make a name for ourselves doing what we like. Okay. Fair enough. So you said um, it used to be a niche. Are, are you saying it isn't currently a niche, so to speak, or has it lost like its function of you know niche-like, <laughs> niche-like I, encouragement? You know, I I, I mean the the niche. Would, do I say the the niche um, as a bubble maybe? But the dynamics within it have changed. Certain people have gone to certain um, regions and certain people have not. Mm-hmm. Certain people just walked into the bubble and all of a sudden you're at the top. Santi has been making music since 2009. And when you hear Santi, the next name you hear is Odunsi. Odunsi came in in 2016. But there are people who have been, I mean, we're talking about um, Ade and um, Boj. They've been in it since 2009 with Santi, right? And you, they are on a different, they're like on a different path. I mean, their paths always cross, but then they are still separate. There's yeah. there's the um, Afro R&B superstar, my goat himself, Wani. Wani just walked in in like, what, 2017 with one EP. And he's he's right between with all of them. Mm. Um, who else am I going to point out? Tay makes R&B, R&B, and now he, he's on a, like a joint mixtape with some American producers, rappers, because, you know, that's where he fits um, in fashion. Ashley and I think Dane have been in it in and out for a bit. And all of a sudden we have Moa, Moa All at Gap with Kanye. The oh. first time we heard oh, yeah. of Mualola was in a tweet from Odunsi in 2000 and what? Maybe 2019. So the dynamics within will change. But I think as far as personal relationships go, I cannot speak on how um, the niche functions today because, or how it functioned back then because I just watch from the outside. Okay. So basically, the clothes, the uh, the ornaments, the the things they wear, it you know, most of us from the outside that we're not really so ingrained in the entire thing, we might not be able to see what these people see. So how would you like? How do you explain? How do you describe the style and where it's coming from? You know, seeing as you can sort of relate with these. Um, how do I put it? Relate with the style. <laughs> yeah, relate with the style, the culture, or yeah. Let me see. Hmm? My dad used to tell me this thing all the time when I was a kid, trying to figure out what I wanted to look like with clothing and that. He always says, "Nothing you will do is new. This we've done it before, and if you look close enough, if you pay attention to everything, mm-hmm. nothing that is." really alter alt the what people look at as the alter style is probably like yeah. a, a rehashing of the late 90s and y2k fashion okay yeah and then if it's it 
it's not because it's i think it's because we are looking at it from the lens of you know the nigerian living in nigeria noticing how fashion works here in nigeria mm-hmm. which is questionable to me because how does fashion work in this country anyway um <laughs> he just whispered it <laughs> and moved on <laughs> anyway if you look at um the fashion circles outside of the country people who walk um the trends that become what we wear in the years later um some spring summer 2002 and spring summer 2018 feel the same and somehow spring summer 1992 in Milan feels just like they'll do in 2020 because ideas are scarce there's no revolutionary when you become a revolutionary the next thing you know you're Kanye and you're making foam slippers <laughs> <laughs> that look exactly like a biker helmet so the, the, there's really nothing new it's just how do i want to present this that fits into what i call my aesthetic so it doesn't feel like i'm stealing someone else's idea but everything everything that we have today is just some idea that some guy had a while ago maybe he put it out maybe she put it out maybe they did maybe they did it and someone else has the idea now and they put it out in a different way what is what is zuckerberg say about facebook if i get it if i see a chair and i make a better chair does it mean that i stole the idea for the chair of course not hmm. this is this is one topic i've never really understood because you always want to fight gabra <laughs> you always want no. to fight yes i like fighting is i i appreciate violence a lot i, I like carnage i like blood i like tears in this case in in my final year yeah gabra would spend um a minimum <laughs> six hours a week no 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 four hours a week <laughs> fucking going back and forth over this over different things like the moment the moment they said the opening prayer me and Gaffer were arguing about something yeah you know you know recently like, I kind of realized that I like the music yeah I just don't understand the need to be separate passion behind it you know the aesthetic the aesthetic behind the, it the aesthetic yeah or, i mean it it's be fair, i didn't even i didn't even I have a problem on technology or do this this was one that was like oh no like you know the other thing when you always like, like stood behind people and then like, yeah like everybody like oh my come on phone and you're like Shit, shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, what's wrong with audience's aesthetics? I don't know. I just don't get it. You know, I think that's I'll thing, talk that's about thing. this. I, I, I don't. Think... I personally like. Do you get like? I, I always everybody like because everybody seems to kind of call me or that way or they come and see your people. So when like audience, like I was like, I sometimes I'll be like, oh, it's fashion, it's fashion. Then well, my friend just showed me one, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what to say. Sometimes if, I don't understand. It's fashion. Fashion is fashion, and fashion. I think fashion is. understanding like just understanding what goes with, your, with you as a person and like moving with it and just like just enjoy the vibe really sharp but I, 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 yeah see, i can't thing, explain, i can't just explain the thing, the thing is people are trying too hard to explain another person's expression yeah. why 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 I why why, why, why the point of expressions like if, if i if, if you 
if you are a writer, for example, Gavi, Gavi, yeah, you're a Frankie Hedge, right? Yeah. Did you listen to DHL? DH doll, DHL, the song. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. Now, let's see. Okay, you know how because I haven't listened to it. You, I'm not gonna call any this thing. You know how Frank Ocean will have that one line in a song, and everyone will have that one meaning and then one guy will just come and put it down <laughs> to four, five, six layers. And Frank Ocean, have you ever heard Frank Ocean explain music from his songs before? Like, explain the lyrics behind it? Sometimes, Sometimes, yeah. yeah. So, I saw Nights. I saw... Um, oh, there's a song. Oh, it's keeping me. It's keeping me. But I, I get it because Frank kind of has a way in which he describes his lyrics but they're not surface most of the time but like even frank right in in this context even frank if you try to look at it if you think about it long enough you kind of guess where frank is coming from but you see odunsi so that's see that's see that's because we pay attention to the details behind people like frank ocean when we listen to their music because you know before before you go on to listen to something like um Think about you so superficial. Before you go listen to something like Sierra Leone, you're like, what is he talking about? Where is this exactly. coming from? Yeah. What kind of music does he make? Now, the yeah. thing is, people would do not put that much effort into artists at home because we expect that people don't put that much effort into their own music from okay. or into their own expression when they're yes. when they're Nigerian. Because so, we are so used to the voice saying <laughs> Scooby-Dee, Wooby-Dee, Bobo-Do, Simba-Dee. No, one thing that we appreciate no. their music. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. See, guys, wait. <laughs> guys, wait. See, you know, uh, with Frank, you're like, okay, what's he singing? Let me try to listen Understand. out. Understand. Yeah, you don't think he has to But with Odunsi, I'm trying. Like, I'm really trying. I, no, but I feel like, has... Hold on, hold on. I, I feel like most of the time where I, I get caught up in fights, right, <laughs> it's more or less me trying to figure out what, what's going on. Jim sound like yeah. okay, yeah. Odunsi did this, he wore this, what's Why? happening? Like, what's and when you question things like this, people just lose their fuse. Like, they become they just very blow. defensive, yeah. And, and, and my fault, my flaw is when people get defensive, I like to, you know, like yes, I said, yes, I enjoy yes. the violence. Oh, yeah, no, I like God. it. Oh my God. Well, and that's not, I, I realize that's not enough. <laughs> so I'm asking now, I think that's one of the points of this particular yeah, episode. No. Like, For example, like, now, how do I explain the relate yeah. to an artist that I want to listen to or that their music sounds nice and I'm trying to like relate to them as a person. You know, I'd, I'd want to relate to whoever I like yeah, listening enjoy, to at yeah. least. So, you know, in, in Odinsky's case, it's very difficult for me. I don't know if it's one of those what? things where I won't be able to relate to them or... I don't know. Okay, so... Um, I'll do the background thing and I'll do an evolution thing and I'll, then I'll be honest. Okay. I have the Odinsky errors that I favor more than the others. I like okay. R&B Odinsky. R&B Odunsi when I found Odunsi this was 2017 when man they were preparing for the first MV this was okay. when I found Odunsi this is when I first listened to things like R&B Odunsi and then I found out oh he was a producer and I, I was trying to be like an artist and a producer and 
he made something I could relate to. And then now look into where he's coming from. Odunsi is about our age, give or take. Odunsi is 23. Oh. oh, okay. That means that when he was a kid, when he was five and he first, probably first started noticing music, his pops was probably playing this video or this kind of sound. And these are the things that brought him to where... The thing is, nobody comes from nowhere. The yeah. things that brought him to um, the trench coat wearing. His voice is, is, is still that same voice to men feel. The, have you never seen the direct comparisons between his style and obesity? I exactly exactly no I'm not saying this with any certainty but I'm saying that one people pick up what they see what inspired them and then they make their own reiterations one and then when you start a certain path people expect you to stay that path or to evolve or to try new things so so he's doing what he knows he's remaking it and then he's trying to evolve past the one image that people have of him I didn't I I, I don't like Trapo Dunsi okay wait Trapo Dunsi is the last album in it yeah that one yeah yeah, me too I mean, I know what it is. I was at Native Land when he played Wicked Sexy and I was so confused. I was like, why is he yelling at us? We, I thought you were a soft boy. Who, who, who is this? But then, but then, I'm not allowed to say he shouldn't do this. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because when I start making music, I don't want someone to tell me, well, oh, you've been making suicide music all your life. Why don't you make something happy for us? Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm not happy. Don't, don't, don't put any... And people keep (laughs) people keep expecting people keep expecting that you adjust to where you are. But the real victory is having the people around you adjust to you. That's what that's one thing you learn from watching Kanye in a 20 year span or in a 15 year span. Real victories come when you try something new and people are questioning it and they say, wait, this is not bad. And you go from that's not bad to that's great. That's what you learn watching um, Tyler, the creator, go from the angry, angsty um, rap person who would use slurs to hide his pain all the way to this. I'm making glitter boy music now, but I'm still sad. Or Frank Ocean. Did you know you know Frank Ocean used to make Jason Derulo pop? Really? <laughs> like, 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 like. I want you to love me. Love me. <laughs> want you in my bed. Crying. <laughs> in two thousand and oh shit, maybe eight or ten, between eight to ten, when he was Lonnie Bro. And he was writing for other people. That was the kind of music he made. That was the kind of music he produced until he found Tyler the Creator and Tyler. <laughs> God, that story is still one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. They were like, 
oh, I'm sorry, I just got. I, I, I'm sorry, I missed your call. Um, I was jacking off, but um, I, I like your shit. You're dope. And, what? <laughs> and Fuck, Frank and Frank Ocean stayed amongst the miscreants and said, "Maybe I can finally do this in a different way." So it's not because when you have to conform to things around you, besides the monotony of knowing exactly what's expected of you, there's also the loss of identity with having to say yes to everybody's needs and questioning your own yeah. inclinations. So, so with... um. That's, I'm sorry, guys. I trail off sometimes. But yes, with Odunsi, it's... I don't know why I keep um, referencing Odunsi. I, I think I should let him go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Odunsi, it's the story of a kid who was in school in Ghana until one day he just found he found out, oh, I have ADHD. And, and amongst many of other things that have been happening in my life, I also know right now that this is not what I want to be doing. So he just left. And then he said, this is this is not where I want to be. This is not what I want my story to turn out to be. Do I know what the story is going to end up being? No. But somehow, if I go, this is where I identify with him the most because it, I, it has... I, I, sometimes I don't understand um, the lyricism Sometimes I, I think people have overplayed it and I have a problem with overplayed things. Like when, you know how everybody was on John Bellion and I, and, and I said, let me just listen. And I couldn't find it because it was great. But it was the same thing. People seem to take something and overplay its importance. And once you don't have that background, it starts to lose its luster to you. That's why, to you, everything he does is questionable. To me, it's, I can try to see where this is coming from. Because I see a story that I can relate to. Because in the end, these are just people. They used to be just that guy until they became whoever they are. That we all know. And you, you are sitting here listening to him as just that guy and hearing him tell the stories of just that guy that everyone is now listening to it's different for you it's the same thing when you find out that one of your classmates and nobody gave gave a shit about is now doing something somewhere it's like damn that guy anybody could be that guy if the universe worked right but it never does anyway yeah real quick one last question please I wanted to ask, as a Muslim, as an artist, do you feel like artists have the pressure of maybe changing their sounds after a number of time so that they don't feel boring to their audience? Because I don't take it very well. I don't like when artists change their sounds really. So I don't know. Do you feel like artists do that to make themselves to kind of, so they don't become boring to others? They don't feel like a pressure or something. Every artist does it for a different reason. Okay. Beyonce, Beyonce picked up Afrobeats in the most disappointing way possible, but she did. Um, Drake, 
To everyone who's listening, <laughs> to everyone who's, to everyone who's listening, Beyonce said, and I quote, "Waste beats from Yoruba." If she couldn't do any more research, and she couldn't put any more effort into it, I, I, I will not respect it. I'm sorry. From Yoruba. Yes, she literally said that. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Moving yes. on, please. <laughs> Drake, Drake oh, has God. spoken Spanish. Has mm. been a road man. Drake has done Afro beats. Drake has done R and B, rap, pop. Nicki Minaj does like you know pop for the gates. I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm not exactly like. But then there's a specific inclination sometimes. Okay. The question is why, and sometimes there's no reason. It's just something they're able to do. Okay. Usually, before someone makes a project or before someone makes any sort of music, they tell themselves, "This is anyone who puts." I'm sorry, I keep I keep having to put this caveat because I think there's there's a slight distinction between people who make music and then artists. So, artists should. I'm not putting any um, any um, ultimatums on anyone. Should first of all envision what they want to achieve with their music and then how they want to achieve it it's not up to me my my job is to consume and then whether or not i can enjoy relate or appreciate that's on me the artist does their job by creating their own job is to create what they create is not within my hands what they what they say in their music is not within my hands all I know is that when they make their music, if it's a thoughtful artist, I should not at any point feel like, oh my God, why is this happening? Why is he saying that? Why is he calling somebody a retard or a faggot? Why, why, does, why should this, why can't he move past it? Why can't she say something else? Does every song have to be? But then all they've done is all they need to do, make music. So basically, they, you shouldn't question, or what you're saying now is shouldn't question an artist. Shouldn't question an artist's Process. expression. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that their job is to create and to express themselves. Your Even job is your job is to consume, and then ask yourself whether or not you appreciate it. Okay. And then, problem with that with that part of the job because is because. Artists don't get paid for creativity. They get paid for consumer appreciation. Mm-hmm. That brings us back to why. Exactly. So is, is Beyonce making Afro pop because she appreciates the culture or because she wants to get on something that's bouncy right now? And will she leave us behind? Will Drake be a roadman saying, Abibi Hakti, Hakshalah? For, for long enough will Rema start making um Oons music but if if the if the sales are determined by the consumers um demands right yes shouldn't that shouldn't that alter the identity of the artist doesn't doesn't that happen you know naturally 
as if you're singing to a set of people or if you're creating stuff for a set of people and those people require something from you regarding your expression of your work or your art doesn't that like in a in some sense change the artist i think it does i think it might no it might remember you said it should but the thing is should we base creative process based on how another person likes it should we or how it or how it is in real life is it good now there's no objectivity for what is good or bad in real in real creative scenes it ends up being who likes what and who has a bigger name okay we started listening to the weekend in 2012 and in 2012 the weekend was making music for you know coke heads mm-hmm. like who couldn't afford the coke and by 2014 he was making music for people who did ecstasy and Adderall because they couldn't afford the coke and they do they, but then they were around the coke circle still by 2016 he was making music for people who ran the coke business <laughs> the people in the coke it's still the weekend making music for girls who get coked up but now his reach is expanded But doesn't that mean he's changed? He's people change. It's evolution. Are you the same Gabra that you were when you walked into that dirty place and you had to do IG IG IGMB? Hell no. <laughs> no, no, of course not. But you know, I feel like if you're an artist and you're communicating with people, you're communicating with a crowd. It, it's kind of like it's a give, give or take, take thing it's a it's an exchange between you and your crowd for example now the weekend he 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 had to exchange stuff with a, a set of people at some point yeah. and at another point he changed to another set of people and then he changed again doesn't that mean as an artist your interaction with a particular set of people changes you you know if these people you're singing to do not require your services anymore or your art anymore i think you'd want it you'd instinctively change to it i don't know to conform to, to what they to, like to, to conform to no matter conform how to what they say, like. yeah people seem to think they are above uh, conformity but i, I think it's it a lot of I the mean, time people yeah. have to do it i think even the biggest artists usually have to Yeah, that, they have to. That's right. I mean, I mean, you do what you have to do to keep the business alive as far as you do, yeah. you don't. But then you also have to like I said, there's nothing perfect. Um, so there's no um 100% given. Yeah. Justin Bieber was making music for um preteen girls when I was in just one or just three, not sure. Mm-hmm. And he grew older, so he had to find ways to step by step even though sometimes just destruct- destructively um change his message to meet his audience and to meet himself at the same time because there's no reason why Justin would be 27 maybe 24 and singing songs like baby or singing um singing some sort of remake of that era yeah for any reason now the thing is with the weekend the weekend was poor when he made trilogy 
the songs and trilogy were made when he was when he ran away from home. Okay. Those were the reflections that he had then. Oh, when, so I, oh okay. So, as a, as a new kid to stardom, writing um songs like Adaptation and Kissland, it's like I'm still that same jockhead, but life has changed around me. He had a house he hadn't seen in twelve months, <laughs> and it was it was still me who wanted to run away in 2012 who was listening to John Carpenter and saying me if I go like get house man never see for a whole year doing coke doing coke with random people because as his story changes and his expression reflects where he is presently I can still see that line you have to know sometimes it feels like if I think it's knowing where people come from that allows you to appreciate where they are and maybe what happens as they change. Yeah. Yeah. Um when he was making Starboy, you you know me. I listened to it twice and I was like, "Ooh, I finally lost him." Like, yeah, finally I, I didn't like Starboy. Uh, but then there's there's something about Starboy. Starboy is still that same kid. He's just in a different place. Right? Yeah. So now the thing is, that's one why he's changing. The sound is changing because they are changing. Mm-hmm. Then another why is changing the sound because the terrain is changing. Yes. Rap music today is not the same as it was when I started thinking I could put a sixteen together. But mm-hmm. the same Drake who rapped those bars that blew my mind then can still rap bars that could blow my mind tomorrow and he can still make a rap song with the kids off of XXL right yeah because the terrain is changing and anyone who knows the business knows that if you stay the same in the midst of change you'll be left behind yeah. that's why nobody listens to Nas <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> the weekend changed. You know, it did change. Why the week, think the weekend changed, changed so much? The weekend changed what, so what much. So so much. I'll tell you no, I'll tell you this much. The weekend the weekend was making music about the heartless boy who told you, Don't do this, I will fuck your friend. And you will cry. And you said I can take it. And then okay. you took it and here you are crying and i am moving on you stupid bitch that was the weekend that was the weekend at 18 the weekend is 30 now oh he can make songs about loving you in 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 ways that failed the weekend had a functional relationship while making music about strippers so we cannot say how much people change because in two months this conversation I could listen to it and say what the fuck is this nigga talking about yeah. that's how quickly change can happen and sometimes yeah. people don't change so much people try to hold on to certain things because Justin Timberlake made country music and now the, everybody's pressured him to making black music again I, I call it black music because that's he's one of the white people who make 
what the Grammys will call urban contemporary, but they'll put him under the pop list, of course, because, you know, he's white. So, if you change for yourself and you change for the terrain, it's okay. Now, people sometimes change because changing what what they had before didn't sell. You have to find what sells. Or, or they want to just keep selling with what they're selling today. And that's where you have Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I thought you were beehive. Yeah, you know, I always thought you were part of beehive. You know, you know how much, you know how much I hate manipulation. And I thought lemonade was manipulation. Okay. I mean, and I thought I'll tell you. I told you. I tell you. I tell you. Like to follow, I like to follow things all the way from the back. Now, mm-hmm. the greatest Beyonce and Jay Z song in existence is "On the Run" from Magna Carta, right? And then they did a whole tour of 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 that title, and he one of the I think that was when the cheating scandal thing came up, you know, with this yeah. with the Solange um um thing, and then yeah. there was now the and then somewhere in the tour she starts to change the lyrics of the song to reflect like present day events, and it starts to sound like she's being cheated on. And clockwork, a couple months later, lemonades in all stores, and niggas are saying, "Oh my God, she's a genius, right?" And I respect telling your own story, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes selling your story too is important because people have to know who you are and where you are. And a lot of people felt empowered by you know that position that Beyonce took. And a couple months later, um, Jigaboy is gonna drop dropped his 444 album and still went to press that same lemon and see if there's anything else to squeeze from it but i digress yeah. now for planning such emotional content sometimes reflects to me i'm not saying it, it's what it is it reflects to me as um preconceived preconceived manipulation i'm sorry so while appreciating the music that she had put out I was more and more critical of Beyonce at the the moment Lemonade dropped. So when 444 dropped, I was even more and more. Plus the little shots at Kanye throughout that album made me more vindictive of Jay-Z and as as effect Beyonce because it's still that same, like, you know, that same parallel line. Now, the years that would follow, Beyonce would drop a whole Afrobeat album off of her positioning in The Lion King. And, I mean, yeah. But her PR team did a terrible job. They just looked for who has stats and put them together and said, let's make an album. Right? Mm-hmm. They didn't look into and they didn't look into like, content. That's why the album felt very shifted from the movie itself I never saw the movie I listened to the album the best song on that album does not have Beyonce on it was that Burner Boy song? yes now we move to we move to um, present day Beyonce is still trying to see if she can fix that attempt because that attempt didn't all go so well with the sales I'm saying this from the eyes of a business person and not just someone who consumes music and she makes the Blackest King movie 
after the Black is King song, which was another terrible attempt at reaching into that thing. That's where the Waste Beats from Yoruba line came, comes from. Yes, yeah, so Waste Beats from Yoruba happened in 2020. I just want everyone who's listening to know that I have my basis for being this angry. And, um... <laughs> oh man and, and they're gonna come for me yeah and they always do they always do my handle on twitter is cracks on the crown yeah, i'm man. with i'm going to ignore you either way nothing is happening in my life yeah um so the thing is with all these attempts i was less and less willing to see where she's coming from. Do you see that yeah. every time I see a miss, something happen around that circle that's just wrong, it just doesn't sit well. It's the the NDAs that turn into Beyonce made this person popular or Beyonce did this for this person. Look at N- NY Post has been describing artists from and creatives from that from that time as I think from the um, production of Black is King as Beyonce approved Beyonce approved artist Lula Zelum Mazambola has I keep pronouncing her name wrong has been on my um, WordPress um, Gravatar for five years that's how long I've known of her as a fashion designer. But now that Beyonce has put her on this thing, yes, her sales have gone up. It's good for her business. But to describe her as Beyonce approved, I think it takes away someone's individuality. If the NY Post does a piece on you and says your name is Gavra, and then somewhere in the middle says, you also work with Beyonce. It's different than using Beyonce as the headline to sell you. Yeah, yeah. So, amidst all of that, one of the dancers from that video died tragically at a Clarence Peters shoot sometime. Was that this year or last year? It was, it was this year. And there has not been a single word from either Beyonce or her PR team on the matter appreciating someone who did work and would never live to see people appreciate that work there is a there is a room i i my grievance is not my grievance is that i I expect there's less of a removal from the art itself beyonce hardly writes these days it's people writing with her or for her they'll say with her of course um the there are beyonce is now the figurehead of m- the creativity of many other people how many people know Warson sire's name when she's the one who brought that lemonade movie to life how many people would, would say picture kodak is a good dancer even now that she's passed i have expectations of artists who have a platform that I'm seeing Beyonce do less and less of because it's seen as now gen- a generalized position that as far as she exists and you get to be near her, you're helped 
I guess. Yeah. She's on a pedestal now and it's, it's the moment you can't question somebody's position. Yeah. You fall into tyranny. And that is where the beehive comes in. You fucking stupid <laughs> motherfuckers. Some days. Some days. Come together. No, that's just, that's an entire that's an entire community, man. I don't think you should do that. And that's what I'm saying. I said some days. They come together and decide, let's be blind to the ability to ask questions. And let's just eat anyone who mentions the name of our God in any light that is not flattering. Okay? Okay. Um, Autobots roll out and havoc. It's the same thing with um, Nikki Stans. Or these are the only few I've encountered in my days from commenting on certain things. Yeah, I think these days it's best for me what i've learned to do is just it's it's best to just watch people do these things how they want because i i mean i like fighting here yeah, but not not recently i just i'd rather instigate whatever's going to happen between two communities or two people but i'd rather not fight anymore because i don't see the point yeah i got old too yeah i don't see the point of fighting so much about things that i can't change most of the time so it's more or less just to, is I, that why you left nigeria <laughs> <laughs> well amongst most things yes amongst other things yes well yeah i need to focus on myself you know which i would employ anybody else to do yeah than trying to change things that don't seem like they'll be changed anytime soon i doubt it so, but then in the case of this Altair thing, which we shouldn't be referring to as Altair anymore, I'd note that. Um, I think what I do about it or what I've realized I just do about it is just to enjoy it as much as I can. Because I'm real. You can't enjoy everything. So you, what you can, you enjoy. Yeah, what I can, I enjoy. Because when I'm trying to chill, like when I'm trying to chill with my guys or I'm trying to like have a good evening or, you know, palm wine or something or wine itself or alcohol or something. When I'm just trying to vibe, quote unquote, I like the hotel sound. I like how it sounds. I noticed I enjoy it and I will not try to fight that, right? So I enjoy it as much as I can. Whatever they want to wear, they can wear. Just give me the music I can enjoy when I'm trying to chill, you know? And I don't mind. It's all good. And even if they decide not to, I also don't mind. There's always good sound somewhere, any day, anytime. So it's all good. I mean, there's always fame. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think on that note, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, even Feb, yeah, even Feb. If you're if you're open-minded enough, right, and you have enough alcohol, and you you have enough uh, loud or loud enough speakers, as you know, around people, I think you'd like it. I haven't listened to moment. it. I I, I haven't I have had space for it this week, but I will. Yeah, I, I think it's something I can enjoy depending on my mood. Depending on the mood, I could. But it's not something I'd download or keep on my phone. You know, if I'm with people. If I'm with people, yeah, I could. So that's basically it. Um, I, now I think I have perspective and that's what I needed. So I think I'm good. 
I wish we I wish we fought. We have we have to fight about something. I, I, for the, <laughs> like the good old days. No, I I'm, I'm, I can't. Gamma tried to keep professional. <laughs> no, I, I can't fight anymore because I've given up on the fights. You know, this it's it, it's always good. I'm always going to lose, right? Because people are going to be people. You you guys chop life. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, so that's it. Um, Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you very much, Molina, for coming on our show, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Keep drinking, guys, please. Yeah, oh, yes, for of sure. Course, of course, of course, we'll drink. It's a weekend, of course, we'll drink. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a couple of things to, you know, and uh, we're gonna go drink. So everybody, yeah, I think this is the this is the end of the show. Chris, yeah. thank you so much. As usual, listen to the podcast. Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe and rate. Rate, rate us the highest ratings you can give us. We don't we don't do two star, three star ratings <laughs> here. Like I said, if us uh, if the Beyonce stands find this, I apologize for all the ratings that will find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I have leave. Day, Everybody will leave. All right. Yeah. Have a good week, guys.